Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hey gang, Bill Kasky here. Welcome back. Appreciate you joining me. Today I want to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart and th- and something that I see people really struggling with, and especially during this craziness that we're in. And that is our obsessiveness with numbers, our obsessiveness with the goals, with the target accounts, with the quarter end, year end, annual budgets, stuff like that. And I've talked about this before on this podcast and others that, and and I, I was interviewed by a guy named Will Barron, who does a podcast called The Salesman's Podcast. And we spent a little bit of time on the episode talking about this. But then once the episode was over, he and I uh, chatted for 15, 20 minutes. And and that should have been the episode, <laughs> to be honest with you. you. know, Sometimes the microphone goes off and the truth comes out. And I want to be truthful with you all today and how, in terms of how I see this whole predisposition and obsession with numbers. So let's get going today. If you um, are a sales leader or sales manager, I've got a special program coming up on Friday of this week. So if you're listening to this the week of April the 27th, then it will still be relevant. I'm doing a a live stream on Friday for sales managers and sales leaders. And really, it's a call out for a program I'm doing. It's a mastermind experience called the World Class Sales Leader. I've run it before. We're getting ready to launch a couple of more groups And so I'm doing a webinar where I talk about seven strategies that I think every sales leader needs to be conscious of and working on in their own world so that they can become world-class at leading teams and and managing salespeople. So that's coming up. Uh, It's free. It's at 12 noon on Friday. Go to BillCaskey.com, upper strip on the site. There is a link to register. Did I just say register? There is a link to register. So our topic today is obsession with numbers, and I'm surrounded by people in my life, personal life, as well as my business life, who uh, bring a, a really deep obsession with their achievements and the numbers around their achievements. And I'm also surrounded by people who don't, who are high achievers, but they're not brought to their knees by it. They're not obsessed by it. Every waking hour is thought it's, it's considering, well, well, how do we accomplish this goal and how do we make our numbers and how do we, you know, how do we fill the shortfall? And here's what I find. This is totally just instinct. It's got no intellect behind it at all, but maybe it does. That the people who are not obsessed by the numbers or who are more obsessed by the quality of work they bring to the world and the contribution to the, to the customers that they serve, they are much happier people than the people who are obsessed with numbers. Uh, that's A. B, they are much more creative people. 
their creativity is alive because they're focused on the inputs and on how they can become more quality contributors of content or of value to their to their customer base and to their world, whereas the other folks are focused totally on the numbers. And there's no time for creativity because there's too much fretting and worrying about the numbers. So here's a couple questions that I, I must ask you. Number one, do you have a numbers obsession? Two, is it healthy? Is it helping you? That obsession with numbers, is it really helping? I'm not just talking about in accomplishing the numbers. Because, I, you know, again, I think it's okay to focus and to have some attention paid to the numbers, the outcomes, the dollars, of course. But does it cross the line to being an obsession? I think when it does, it's very unhealthy. And number three, what would be a better way to look at it? So if you are listening to this and you say, Bill, I just can't help it. I'm focused on the numbers all the time, or I'm a sales manager. My executives are focused totally on the numbers. So therefore, I have to be, of course, my answer to that is no, you don't. You do not have to be focused on what somebody else is focused on. You're an autonomous human being. You're free to focus on what you want. The challenge is if you don't know anything better to focus on, then it becomes an easy default mechanism. So let's answer number three here for you. And I've got uh, three or four ideas that I think you can put into your own mix and decide whether I have anything here or not. Uh, I'm convinced I do because I've seen this work, uh, not only in my sales clients, but also with my leadership clients and my world-class sales leader manager uh, clients as well. So here's four things I want you to focus on over the next, let's just say 90 days. And to me, if you focus on these things and take your eye off the number ball just a bit, don't pull off totally. Don't go into your boss and say, hey, I just listened to a podcast. This Bill Caskey dude is pretty cool. Or he thinks he's pretty cool. He said to never focus on the numbers as long as they live. No, I'm not saying that. Don't tell your manager that. Don't tell your team that. What I would say is let's look at what we're focusing on and let's make sure that what we're focusing on is leading to the numbers. So number one, and if you're a leader, you ask this for yourself but you also ask this for your team as well. Number one, are you focused on your own excellence? Are you focused on your own excellence? And own excellence means, are you focused on what, whole, what holds life for you? What, what stokes you? What really intrigues you? What part of your craft you really want to work on? In, in my world, you know, I'm, I've been shooting video off and on for the last, I don't know, five, six, seven years. And I know I've got a lot of work to do there. I know I do. And I look back at where I've come from five years ago, and I think I'm a little better, but I got a whole lot of work to do. So that inspires me. That intrigues me. Because if I can master the art of communicating through video, through looking at a lens and reaching millions of people or at least tens of thousands of people, that's a whole lot better in terms of my impact that I can have on my audience than just talking to people one at a time. Nobody would disagree with that. But I need to focus on my excellence there. So where do you need to focus on your excellence? Where do you fall short of your own expectations? And have you created a plan to help work through that? Number two is your contribution. How are you contributing? How are you contributing to your prospect's life, your prospect's world, your customer's life, your customer's world, your, the people around you? Again, if you're a leader, are you contributing to the lives of the people you lead and manage? 
or is it all about you? I think when it's all about the numbers, it's all about you. But when you can change your focus to being more aware of how your contributions are playing out, for example, this podcast is an example for me. This is my contribution. It doesn't cost anything. Some are better than others. I get a lot of really nice, gentle, or gentle, sometimes gentle, sometimes not generous comments from people. This is how I give give to the world, not give back, but just give to the world. People contact me. They say either, hey, I want to work with you or I want you to work with my team or I want you to come in and speak back when we used to speak out in public places, which we don't do anymore. So not only is this good for my audience, I hope, but it's also good for me. It comes back around. So how are you contributing? I have a client who's getting ready to launch a uh, podcast where he uh, and and the team go out and interview clients and prospects in their industry to talk about uh, innovations in their industry and ideas. And it's, it's all built around helping their audience become better. So that's a contribution. Are they going to generate business from it? I suspect at some point, but that can't be the focus. The focus has to be on contributing. Number three, what are the skills you really need to learn? And this is part of excellence, although I think it slices in a little bit different way. But what are the skills that are going to be required of you going forward? If you're going to put your vision hat on, I don't know what that vision hat is, probably orange and white with little stuff coming out of it. I can just see it now on your head. If you're going to put that vision hat on, what is going to be required of you personally from a skill standpoint that you need to get better at in the future? Maybe it is video. Maybe it's you just need to figure out a way to love what you do more. Maybe you've dropped into some bad habits. It could be addictive habits. It could be just laziness habits. It could be watching TV, consumption habits, which is going to tee up number four. But what are the skills that you really need? Have you even thought about that? Sometimes I think it's it's very difficult for salespeople and sales leaders to take a long enough step back behind themselves to say, what does this person need in the future? We're so wrapped up in our own world and we're so fretting and and worried and nervous and anxious about the numbers and uh, people liking me or people accepting me. Am I going to be able to keep my job through COVID? All this stuff that we don't spend time intelligently, intentionally looking at our own skill sets. Your skills are the difference between whether you earn a million dollars next year or a hundred thousand. I can just tell you, they are. They are for me. I can either make a hundred grand or I can make a million. That sounds very caustic and heartless. It's all about skills. And if I don't have them and I say I want to earn a million dollars, but I haven't worked on my skills, I really don't want to earn a million dollars. If you say you want to double your revenue in the next year, but you're not working on any skills and haven't even taken the time to identify what skills you need to work on, if you haven't done that, you really don't want to make more money. What you will do then is you'll get obsessed with the numbers and you'll get obsessed with making 14,000 cold calls over the next year thinking that's going to help you and it's really not. Number four, creativity. Are you creating We all have a gene inside us that's extremely creative, where we are constantly looking at things and an idea hits our mind. You've probably had this happen. You're driving down the road and you hear something on radio or on a podcast and you say, oh, man, 
that reminds me of something that happened to me two years ago where I was with a client and this happened. That really was cool. I love that. That was so good. And boom, you're off to the next town and you don't write it down. Because in that moment of recognition and realization and memory recall, there is a spark of creativity there. There's something, there's there's a only one reason you recall that instance when something triggered you, and that's because it was important to you. And anything that's important to us demands our creativity behind. Maybe it's an article you could write about that thing. Maybe it's a podcast you could do. Maybe you create a video. Maybe it's just a some kind of word art or, or a quote from Canva that you write. But you've got to listen to yourself because if you're not create, if you're only consuming and not creating, then the world's not getting your best. You're not bringing your game at all to the world. All you're doing is consuming what someone else has created. I'm all for consumption. I'm all for video and television and social media. But if you're not creating anything, then you're not serving your market very well. The market wants your creativity. They want your perspective. They want to know what you're thinking. They want your wisdom. Why are you keeping it from them? So those are the four things. Your excellence, are you constantly working on that? Contribution, are you contributing anything? Are you, are you a giver or a taker? Skill sets, have you identified the skills you will need to drive your business and your life forward and for are you creating anything for your market? Or for the people, or it doesn't have to be for your market, just are you creating anything? Are you writing? Are you writing a book? Are you writing blogs? Are you writing anything? If you want to be a better communicator, be a better writer. And if you want to be a better writer, there's only one way to do it, and that's write. <laughs> Just keep doing it. Don't read books on writing. Write. Okay, go to BillCaskey.com if you want to contact me for any reason. Uh, I've got some coaching that I'm doing right now. I've just opened up uh, some coaching opportunities for people who are interested in uh, kind of planning out the next six months to a year in their lives. So I'm doing that. Also, you can go to BillCaskey.com, sign up for our uh, live stream this week. And if you're listening to this after the week of the 27th, then we'll be doing more of them. So just go to Bill Caskey, look in the upper, uh, upper strip, and it's anything that's current is right up there. See ya. Bye.